Men, did you know that one man every hour, every day, is diagnosed with testicular cancer? At Manscaped, they save balls. This means not only designing the right tools for the job, but raising awareness for the ball-busting disease, which is the most common form of cancer among men in ages 15 to 35. Yes, you heard that correctly, 15 to 35. As part of Manscaped's brand mission, their partnership with the Testicular Cancer Society aims to educate and entertain while spreading a very important message about early detection and self-screening to protect yourself against men's health issues and cancer risk. First and foremost, get your balls checked. Next, grab a lawnmower 3.0 and use code DNVR to save 20% off plus free shipping and help the proceeds go towards an amazing cause. Buy your performance packages and crop mops today to contribute to the We Save Balls initiative. Every purchase made in the month of March goes towards contributions made to the Testicular Cancer Society. Use code DNVR to save 20% off that purchase and get free shipping. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. Use code DNVR to join now and get amazing odds boosts. I'm your host, Rudo, joined by apparently the lovely Evan Rowell and <laughs> Blaze Hunter as well. Our Ooh, Blaze, Blaze is lovely too, let's be honest. Oh, thank you. thank you. I've seen Blaze's eyes, all right? We all know they're lovely. I don't need to announce that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Also lovely, the Avs win two to nothing tonight. Doctor Dubs is in the building. Gotta tell you, I don't love the prescription of forty plus shots on goal and one goal going in the net with a goalie actually in there. That's been the prescription for two straight games now for the Avs, and uh, those are some hard pills to swallow. It'll happen eventually, like you. It's going to come in one of these games where they get like 30 shots on goal. They'll get like five or six goals. And especially tonight, tonight felt like they were really getting good chances. It wasn't just like stuff from the exterior. It was like, I mean, Miko had two grade A chances on one freaking shift. And the second line was buzzing for the first period. So it's it's going to come. It's just these games are <laughs> getting really annoying. <laughs> it's going to come, but you promise. You I'm promise. going to show the charts again because these charts are just ridiculous. Like yeah. they've gotten consecutively even crazier. This is the five on five course here for this hockey game. The Avs had 40 more attempts <laughs> by the end of the game at five on five. I don't. I don't know. When does when do these stop being hockey games and when do they start being practices for the Colorado Avalanche where they're just not allowed to score? 
<laughs> because that's that's what it feels like right now. I it just feels that way. Thank you for the super chats, by the way. We've had a handful of them. Uh, I think as much of the story as the Avs didn't score tonight, Philip Grubauer pitches a shutout. Yeah, he only had to do it with 18 <laughs> shots, but a shutout's still a shutout, right? I almost wonder if he's like sitting back to like, oh, I'm bored, but I'm also going to be rich in like five months. So <laughs> <laughs> like this is boring, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to put up with this. So because, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard because it's, the third last two third periods, he hasn't done anything for 20 minutes, and then it's just like, here's a breakaway. Yeah, just stop that. So that can't be easy. No, yeah. that's brutal for goalies, right? Like trying to keep their head in the game when they're just like starting to look into the stands, <laughs> think about what they're going to do, what groceries they need to get after the game. <laughs> so it's, it's hard for them just to keep the concentration, especially it's a one nothing game, and. Yeah. LA doesn't get a shot on goal for 12 minutes straight in the third period. And then they're like, here, here's a breakaway. And now you have to stop two power plays. Go. <laughs> and it's like, all right, yeah, hope you're ready group. But yeah, he, he recommends shots, but he should be recommending goals. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. It's that's actually what makes the, I mean, someone said even Miska might stop 18 shots. That's what makes it so frustrating because they're only giving up like 18 shots yeah. in these Miska games, and they should have like full eight points in those games, but they don't. So, yeah, I mean, Grubauer deserves a lot of credit just for mentally staying prepared when you're not doing anything. I think the first period when he got seven shots probably felt like a lot of work for him, just the way things have gone the last <laughs> couple weeks. Uh, yeah. It, um, go ahead. It, it, it seemed like they came at the beginning of the game, too. Like, they had a little bit of a puck possession time at the beginning there. Abs were kind of giving the copying the puck up right at the blue line. Yep. Um, they had some shots on net. So it was like, ooh, this isn't going to be good. And then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, never mind about that part of the game. We're just going to go YOLO the rest of the game. <laughs> the first 10 minutes tonight felt like the first 10 minutes the other night where it was a little run and gun, but Arizona wouldn't didn't hit the net at all last yeah, game. Yeah, very true. Whereas – LA was getting some chances here. So, um, I mean, what the freaking Grace pattern pair gave up like a breakaway and a two on one on one shift. So, uh, it, it seems like it, I don't know, for 10 minutes, it takes the abs a little bit to settle down. And then it's just like, okay, well, you guys don't get the puck the rest of the night. Yeah. We'll get to Grace a little bit more in a little bit. Uh, I did die. We'll get to the Miko assist too, but I don't think it's as big a deal as people are making it out to be. But the Avs, yes, that is the that is the comment I want right there. One hundred and twenty-seven <laughs> shots to forty-six shots in the last three games, and the Avs lost one of those games. <laughs> they Did had, the Avs have forty-six shots tonight? The Avs I had forty-six shots tonight. Oh, correct. Wow. As many as they've given up in the in last, the last three, three games. And if you take away the empty net goal, that's five goals on one hundred and twenty-six shots. They're shooting under five percent, <laughs> significantly under. In fact, what's someone who's good at math? Do math for me. Uh, one, Evan, it's you. Five, off the top one, of my head. Five, 126. <laughs> They're shooting under 4%. Yeah. That's got to change. It, it, it's got to correct itself, right? Like, it, this it's unsustainable. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. Yeah. 
And they're not like they're bad quality shots either. They're, yeah. they're good quality. It's just look at this nonsense. Look at this. <laughs> Their goal comes from the moon. <laughs> a a Miko Rant and Rister from nowhere, and they have all of this going on, and they yeah. can't score. That uh, that Miko goal was just like Landy's in overtime, but just like 10, 15 feet further out. <laughs> that Miko goal was very. I mean, it wasn't a one timer, but it was reminiscent of his goal in San Jose where that line gets moving and they mess with the defense. And then all of a sudden, you know, you got different players in different spots and they can't keep up with everything. And that's what makes that line a little bit frustrating is that they, you know, they can get stuck a little bit, but if once they're moving, they're unstoppable. And I know we're going to talk about graves, but it's just like, you know, you get moving from that left point spot and you distribute the puck and then, you know, good things happen. you mess with the defense a little bit. Yeah, it, movement creates a lot. That much is clear. Uh, the this hockey team, I, we talked about this for the last two post game shows, right? But the the process, for the most part, and certainly at least in the offensive zone, is just too good to to have the results that they have right now. And at the end of the day. They don't ask how, they just ask how many in the W column. So this will just go down as another W. But am I being too homer if I say it sure feels like the Avs could go on a run as soon as this dam breaks? No. Especially (laughs) when they're at home for the rest of the month still. So (laughs) just looking at the stats, like, yeah. Oh, sorry, Evan. No, I. they definitely feel like they can go on a run because they're not—they're still not playing great competition at this home run, this home stand, and they have their entire forward core. I know JT Humphrey's not there, but I don't miss him right now. Like you don't really notice that he's missing. Uh, they should get Byron back, I would assume, Sunday or at the very earliest next week or latest next week. So yeah, I'm sure Chad yeah. already mentioned it, but Byron and Comfort both skating non-contact today. So yeah, so it just—it does feel like they—they they are going to go on a run here. Um, the fact that they're holding these teams, you know, these are not great teams, but they're still NHL teams and they're holding them to under 20 shots with Dan Renouf, Greg Patteron, you know, Jacob McDonald still looks pretty good, but like, these are guys that have not like, yeah, you, you don't, these are your what 10th, 11th defenseman in your depth chart and you're still crushing teams. Yep. This is getting ridiculous. Yep. The, I mean, if there's any doubt that the Avs don't have the best defense in the league, I don't know. It, there isn't any more. There's the way I should say it. Uh, Devontae's defense is world-class. Sam Gerrard is a machine. The system they play with full buy-in from the forwards is just... You saw in the first period, Nathan McKinnon had like the world's most insane back check where he actually attached rockets to his hockey skates. And was just like, nope, we're not doing this. <laughs> yeah. It on Devon Taves, it's just like, how did Avs fans sit there for a decade watching absolute garbage on defense? <laughs> and then this guy just like falls into their lap this summer. It's ridiculous. Like he is a top pairing defenseman and they just got him for nothing. And he might be the third best defenseman on this team. Yeah, like yeah. what, very, what has happened to this team? It's, it's watching him. Watching him last year in the playoffs, like when the Avs announced that they were getting him, I was like, this is unreal. He was this like 
sneaky, sneaky, good defense. And then all of a sudden they're like, yep, he's an ab now. It's like, oh, just add that to the list of guys you have back there that are just going to dominate the league for, you know, five years at least. Yeah, they, and they locked him up for the next four years too. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, perfect. Uh, an easy night for Taze and Gerard. Taze had to play 26 and a half. Gerard, under 26 minutes, you know. Taking wow. a, taking an early shower tonight a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday yeah, stroll on a Friday. I'm sure we'll get to it, but like, I felt like all four lines outside of maybe one player was really going tonight. This was, it, it did feel like they had maybe the ideal lineup for what they have right now going. Um, obviously, what we, I think we all know what one player we're talking about, but. I, I really did like this lineup tonight in the forward court, the way they played. Not uh, not a single player negative in, in possession metrics. I, look, Matt Calvert on the fourth line, just that line is a monster with him. Yeah. Their energy levels just – the Kings just straight up couldn't keep up with that line. Like if, if they could finish, they'd be the first line. Him and O'Connor <laughs> on the same line is just probably hard to – Defend because you think you got some time and you're like, nope, I don't have any time. They're on me. So, yeah, I like. like, I like I'll say Connor. it every. No, I'll say it every post game. There's no way O'Connor can come out of this lineup. Yeah, I liked him at the end of the game there too, getting a little rough in there with a few guys. So it's good to see him do that. Yeah, and look, I think Pin King Super Chat here shows the consistency of the defensive side of this at very least. Uh, the Avs have the biggest, I'm assuming that's shots for, is what you mean to shots against differential with over 33 shots for per game and barely 25 shots against per game. It's after the majority of the last decade, coming into Colorado and playing goaltender was like walking into hell and them asking you to save 40 <laughs> shots a night minimum. <laughs> and all of a sudden this year, it's a goalie's paradise. You're going to get a light workload. You're going to have, you're going to look good out there with a super strong defense in front of you. So credits of Grubauer. I mean, anytime a goalie gets a shutout, it's well-earned, but <laughs> outside of random YOLO breakaway or two, he didn't have to work that hard for this one. So we'll take our first period break on that note, as we are sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app, out there you can head on over there and get your money's worth you can use code dnvr when you sign up bet four dollars to turn it into 256 dollars anytime you bet on the underdog csu rams tip off probably isn't for like another 45 minutes so you can bet on them 10 o'clock oh no so it should be starting right now michael said it was going to get pushed back or justin t michael rather said it was going to be get pushed back didn't see that. So ESPN had them starting 9.59, so this second. All right. You have 30 seconds. Go bet on the Rams. Get on it. bet on the bus right now as well. There you go. So go make your money with college basketball. Get your shot at stupid amounts of money. You can also bet on hockey, football, baseball, table tennis, esports, cycling, uh, cricket, high lie. You name it. You can bet on it at a DraftKings Sportsbook, okay? So go over there. Get your bets in. Again, use code DNVR to let them know we sent you. 
DraftKings Sportsbook app is the easy way to do it on your phone. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We are also brought to you by Green Mountain Dental Group. They're over in Lakewood, just 15 minutes from downtown. You can jump over there, get yourself all set up with amazing dentistry. Bunch of people here at DNVR have switched over, and all of them have told us they've had a great experience with them. Plus, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you sign up for a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, so you might as well jump in on it just for that fact alone. They're just great over there. i Everyone who's gone there, Allie went there, Lindsay went there over over the last couple of months, and they all said how amazing their their experience was. Allie, even with some of her troubles with her teeth, Green Mountain Dental Group took care of them. So credit to them. Go check them out. Let them know DNVR sent you, as usual. If you really love us, we appreciate all the super chats, but consider subscribing to the website, becoming a DNVR member. Get in on the lounge. You can uh, go poke fun of us there and, and – <laughs> Pick our brains. We're usually hanging out in Discord. If you want to ask us a question directly, that's a good way to contact us. So highly recommend doing that. Of course, you also get access to all of Evan and AJ's amazing written pieces. So, yeah, content's dope. DNVR's dope. Come join the DNVR fam. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by that DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's go ahead and get to our king of the game right away here. The man involved in both goals for the Avs, Miko Rantanen, also had his five shots on goal. Been a minute since he's hit his two and a half shots over, but got the job done in this one. Yeah. Gotta gotta like that. Um, look, when a team is struggling to put pucks on the, in the net, I should say, you rely on your best players to do the job for you. Yeah, it's super cliche. Yeah, I get it. But at the end of the day, there's a reason that those guys are the best players in the league, and that's because they can get it done regardless of what's going on around them. Miko Rantanen got it done in this one. If this was a full season, he'd be on pace for over 40 goals. That's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> and a gentleman, too. Do you see that? The gentleman moves. Gives the puck over. Yeah. <laughs> two on O with no goalie in net, and he, he slides it across to McKinnon to give McKinnon the freebie there. But yeah, I'm, Miko's yeah. already making nine and a quarter for the next billion years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he know he knows Mac likes to yell. <laughs> Here you go, sir. I did not yeah. want to have that earful <laughs> in the locker room after the game. Yeah. Keep- Keep Mac happy. <laughs> <laughs> the fans would always yell shoot. Oh yeah. If fans were here, they they would have no reason to yell shoot yeah, anymore. They don't need to yell shoot. They need to yell score. I think yeah. what AJ tweeted tonight. So <laughs> look, look look for the open lanes. <laughs> Not if you're Jacob McDonald. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Jacob Howard? McDonald. Oh man. Every time I see him, it's like uh, I think he's leading the rush right now. <laughs> like he wants the headman pass so he can just go. Yeah. So yeah, it's great. It's fun to watch <laughs> until it backfires. Brandon, thank you very much for that super chat. I think I, uh, yeah, I got pin Kings already. All right. I'm trying to keep up chat. You're popping off tonight. We're trying <laughs> to keep up. Uh, so Miko gets the job done. McKinnon ends up getting the freebie point. Uh, five on five. 
what more do you you can't ask anything more out of the forward core, right? So let's look at the power play. It it's the power play, right? You you expect to score more goals on the power play, not scoring in at any rate that feels comfortable right now for the Avs. Is it do you lump that in with the the bad puck luck they've had at five on five, or is that a little bit different for you guys? Um, I, I just don't feel like the power play was that good tonight. And they kind of go through these stretches. I think they, they had a good game the other night where they didn't score a goal. I can't remember if it was the last Arizona game or the one before. Yeah, it was the last one. Yeah, they had some good chances and they just couldn't get one. But tonight it just didn't look good. Um, And really, if Nate doesn't have a good game on the power play, the power play is really not going to run all that well. And he didn't seem super confident right there. So, yeah, it, it just didn't feel like a good good night for the power play and i don't know it's, i get the frustration with fans but this you know this power play goes through these waves and i'm sure they'll have one of these games where they get two or three it's just kind of how it always works yeah it just seems like it's been off just a little bit the the first one wasn't too bad but the the second one wasn't very good at all seems like they just they're not they're just not hitting their passes and it looks like guys are basically reading what the abs are trying to do out there. So might have to switch some things up on the power play. Try some new things there. Kind of a weird couple of nights, right? There's this conversation around how McKinnon in his off time was really focused on the power play. Wanted to try some new things in the power play that the other night against Arizona, you saw McKinnon playing in the middle Uh, tonight. He was back to his normal spot. And I don't know it. McKinnon just looked weird to me on the power play. He, he had some indecisive moments. They were working the puck away from him a lot, which was a little weird. And then in in the few moments he did have the puck, he flubs this one pass that he tries to go to the, the bumper guy on and barely gets anything on it. It, it was just a weird night on the power yeah. play. McKinnon didn't look like his normal self. So Yeah, that pass to Kadri was ugly. Weird. Because it was like Kadri <laughs> wasn't even where he was passing it to. It just didn't make any sense. But yeah. Yeah, it just wasn't a good night on the power play. That was really the only buzz kill of the game because five on five, they looked unstoppable. Minus there you the go. minus the whole uh, not not scoring thing. Yeah. Yep. The monthly membership will get you into the DNVR lounge. Appreciate it. If that was you, Pin King, just joining us. You could also, of course, get in with the annual subscription and all of any any way you want to subscribe to DNVR. That's fully up to you. All right. We beat around the bush a little bit. Let's talk about the defense tonight because we've praised the pairing that gets praised every game in Gerard and Taves. Dan Renouf gets into a random fight tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Looked awkward. It was not a great fight, oh. <laughs> but it happened. <laughs> so, I, okay. <laughs> There's not much to talk about on that fight. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he probably sees Byram's coming back. He wants to stick around. He's trying to make an impression in some way. And, and you know, at least unlike Gilbert, he didn't get his face smashed in. So that's a upgrade right there. But, yeah, I, I said it the other night, like, for your 12th defense, but I don't know if you can really ask for much more than Dan <laughs> Renuff has given you. He's, he's been, I mean, solid for the most part. He just, like, he looks like a guy, like, you and – we talk about McDonald being an older guy who just realizes this is how I have to play to be effective. And Renouf is like, this is how, 
this is the only way I'm going to survive. I cannot take a single chance. Like I'm just going to do the bare minimum out here and it's, it's working. It's been fine. Um, I've liked him more than pattern to be honest. So one of them yeah. making a lot of money. One of them not. I mean, I don't, I, with a healthy lineup, neither of them are in. Right. Well, so. Ideally. Yes. <laughs> so you got a little bit of everything tonight. Jacob McDonald was Jacob McDonald in, in <laughs> over 20 minutes of ice time. I, the, it's awesome to watch. It's awesome to watch. It, it's, <laughs> it's like awesome. a heart attack. Yeah, like <laughs> I think he's getting a little bit of a pass because the entire Avs lineup can't produce points. But when you play defense the way he plays defense, and you're not producing points, it, it's, <laughs> something something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's all I'll say. But nobody's poor scoring, so <laughs> that that might actually be AJ Hayfley because there is a, there is a, uh... <laughs> I mean McDonald is yellow, but the it's they're they're getting twenty minutes out of this guy and they're giving up nineteen shots a game. It's just crazy. Yeah, it like what? it's working. It I don't matter. know what's happening, but it's working. Okay, and he has not been exposed yet. That's the thing. It's like yeah. we keep waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it just hasn't. So you can't really hold yeah. that against him. True. Must must be a great locker room guy. Guys are just covering for him back there. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I think we learned you can't play McDonald with Ryan Graves because he's not fast enough to cover back for him. Uh, no, that's pattern. Pattern also not fast enough to cover back for him. Also yeah. true. Uh, the two together uh, obviously had a couple of rough moments tonight, but let's get into the Ryan Graves conversation here because there's a lot. There's a lot that I'm sure Evan is is ready and willing to point out that uh, <laughs> is not to like. Certainly early in this game, but on the flip side, he came up big defensively in the third period. Yeah. It- <laughs> And the thing is, I really, for the most part, haven't had much of an issue with him defensively in his own end of late. His problem has been breaking the puck out. He has not been good. He iced it again tonight. Um, when, when he he gets caught in these pinches almost every game at the offensive blue line, it burns him. And then, you know, the play with Patteron tonight where Patteron got caught pinching and then I think the Kings player had the had the, had him beat to the puck, and instead of backing off and covering the pass, he attacks the forward, and the the Kings player gets a wide open pass in front. I can't remember if Grubauer even had to make a save or if the guy missed the net, but it's just little reads like this that are not the. It's, he hasn't put together a really consistent game. I'm not sure he's done that all year. Um, he like first shift of the second period, he went for a big hit, and. Taves had to bail him out on like a mini two on one. It's like, what are you doing? Like, this is the exact opposite player that we saw last year who was very, very consistent. Uh, and then you get the third period where I thought he was awesome. Like, he blocks yeah. the shots on the penalty kill. He does great. And it's just like, what? We just need to see some consistency. That's all we need. Do we need to like set up the you're not allowed to cross the red line rule for Graves or something <laughs> for like a game or two? Yeah. It's it's just the tale of like two players out there for him. Like again, like I thought he got better throughout the game, but 
that first period, it was like very suspect. And Evan, I think you're right. Like in the defensive zone, he does a great job, but when it's in the offensive zone and then there's a transition coming back, that foot speed really kills him. Like he just can't transition and get back and guys are just taking advantage of it now. Like you see people basically seeing that he's out there and they're going towards him to try to get around him. Yeah. It's, so. I, I I think it's a combination of that. 100%. There's a book on him that is foot speed yeah. is an issue right now. And when they start challenging him, the question becomes, he has to make the right read every single time to not get burned like that. And he's not done it consistently enough this year. Yeah. So, and it, in fairness to him, he is playing a lot more than ideally he yeah. would if, if he's a third pair if the abs are healthy and Byram sure. are in the lineup. So he's being yeah. played above what he normally would be played. So he deserves credit for at least battling through all this. And, you know, obviously the abs aren't giving up a ton of shots. So he's doing a lot of things right in the defensive zone. It's just, there's not a whole lot of consistency there. So yeah. that's really the only frustrating thing. Cause like I said, that was what he excelled with last year is that there was not really a ton of high, or I guess not really a ton of lows. Yeah. Like he was pretty consistent as the year went on. And that's, I think, why Bednar and the staff preferred him to Zadarov because with Z, you didn't know what you're getting every night. <laughs> and that's kind of what it feels like you're getting with Graves right now. Yeah. Uh, kind of segueing using Graves as the top PK minute getter in this hockey game. PK got the job done in the third period. Uh, first two penalty kills of the game were great. Kings didn't even look dangerous. And then the third one. Things got a little wild, but they survived. Yeah. So I love this Joe O'Connor combo on the penalty kill. They're just awesome together. That's the, I know the staff is still depending on the vets, but that's who should really be anchoring this penalty kill. And I hope that's what continues moving forward because they are just tenacious. Like they pressure everything and yeah. teams are not ready for it. Yeah, they got a good, good rapport with each other too. They just they buzz and they they play it the right way, right? It's not two of them just going after guys. Like they just switch off and they're just taking away all the time and space out there. It's it's awesome to watch them just go out there and operate that that penalty kill. So, Rob, if you're dealing with a migraine, go to sleep, dude. <laughs> the, the YouTube video will be there in the morning. You can catch the podcast <laughs> in the morning. We're we're available after after live. You don't gotta struggle through for us. You know, you can always catch us after the fact on both YouTube and whatever podcasting service you prefer. On that note, be sure to like and subscribe to the YouTube video. That helps us out a ton on here. I, I really like do appreciate Robin's it. Robin's comment there. Uh, shout out to Robin. He's a, he's awesome. Um, it would be nice if they could get out into a lead in one of these games so that you could give Gerard and Taves some time off. Like yeah. Cut down their minutes just a little bit. But they just haven't been able to do that for a, a while now. Shots were 33-13 to 13 after two periods, and they had a one-goal lead. I don't – the puck's just got to go in, right? Yep. Sometimes, sometimes hockey's that simple. The Avs just have to put the puck in the net. It's the only thing they can really do significantly better. We can take our second period break on that note as we are presented by Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that has really changed lives. You can check them out online and get yourself 20% off with code DNVR20 on your first purchase. And if you've already made your first purchase, your second purchase, you can use code DNVR25 to get 25% off that purchase as well. 
So they got you double covered right now to get in on it. The CBD is awesome. It's been known to help with migraines, just like Rob's dealing with right now, aches and pains, a bunch of other stuff as well. So check out Strava Craft Coffee today. And while you're ordering that, also be sure to head on over to dnvrmortgage.com. Mike and Virginia got you covered for your mortgage, and they're giving away free DNVR swag. So you get a free consultation. You get a chance at free DNVR gear. You might as well go over there just for that. And when you get there, they will get you all set up. They'll take a look at everything because Mike is also a certified financial planner. So he'll take a look at your entire picture and make sure to find the right home loan for you. Again, you can find these two amazing people, family-owned business, down at dnvrmortgage.com. Check them out today, Chevalier Mortgage. You can also call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578. Michael Chevalier, NMLS 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Bruto, Blaze, Evan will be joined by AJ Hayfley shortly to talk about the locker room and all of that. I am very excited about the snow. I'm going to rock the tracksuit all weekend. <laughs> Where's the picture? We probably don't have it it's on the Free Skate Friday show. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be so warm. Oh, shuffling. <laughs> I, dude, the one thing about apartment living, don't have to shovel anything. There it is. Let's go. <laughs> Get the tracksuit on there. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know. My, the rest of my body's covered in sweat. That's how think, warm that thing is. Gonna, did you do the uh, the trick I saw on Twitter all the, all the time today? Put a What's bunch that? of put a bunch of beer cans down on your driveway before it starts snowing. Oh, and as you shuffle, you it's get little like surprise. little surprises. Yeah, no, I did not see that. <laughs> My kids would love that. that. <laughs> Ali, Ali's Ali's up in her manscape game. I like to hear that. I did not. I haven't had a chance to watch for the show today. Just a warning. I'm at the bar and there's one that's fine for everyone. It was just funny because I was so bad at it. And I just was like, the crop preserver? Everyone loves that. Go get it. So, really, I your, your talent no one can beat though. Look, we can't all manage our man rocket like <laughs> I can, all right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and on that note, Allie's gone. <laughs> on that note, let's bring in AJ Hayfley. At the game tonight, AJ. I'm sure I'm home got, now. Whoa, yeah, you, you, went from like, you going 90 down there? Yeah, there, no, man. I tell you what, the city is empty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, empty. everyone's walked, at King Supers right now. Yeah, I walked out of the arena and I was like, there is nobody around. <laughs> it was like it was like a, a post apocalyptic movie where a guy had been asleep for three months and he walked out into the city and it was just like, it's gone. <laughs> It it was empty, man. So I got home. I got home in the No problem. Must nice. be nice. Must be nice. Uh, yeah. So post game presser. Yeah. Uh, Philip Grubauer basically said, you know, despite the despite the number of shots on goal, uh, I believe he said, I can't get out my umbrella, set it up, and then put my feet up and enjoy the view. <laughs> he has to be ready. 
So <laughs> good, good to know he's not back there with an umbrella. Uh, and then they talked to Graves. Graves was like, "Cool, I block shots." And then Bender talked a lot about the system tonight. Praise, I assume. Uh, yeah, he basically said the system's only as good as the players executing it. Um, a lot of people were trying to give the, the coaching staff like credit for a lot of things, and he was just like, "Our players are doing a great job." The thing that coaches say, when yeah, going well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, and I mean, it's one of those. It's one of those things where it's like he could have taken credit. They were trying to give him credit, and he was just like, "Nah." And then talked about Ryan Graves, said Ryan Graves had a really bad start to the game and got a lot better as it went on. Really liked the decision that he made on the Rantanen goal. Um, When asked about his play over the last week or two, he said, it's been okay. Which is like... Sounds a lot like what we said. Yeah, that's like the Jared Bender version of if I had a, if I had a body to put in your place, I would. There but, may there may or may not be a gun to my head telling me <laughs> I can't say it's been bad. Yeah, it's it's just like you know, but he he was like, look, when he when he smooths out his game and he he does the things that he does well, he's really good and he's really effective. Yep. So. That, that block shot on the, the PK, the third PK, the only one in which the Kings played with any sense of urgency whatsoever. Uh, that PK was like, that was that was like very good, like bend but don't break. Dude, there you go. There's another shirt idea, all right? A goalie mask just sitting in the sand, a little umbrella and a, and a recliner chair sitting out there by the beach. <laughs> I would I would imagine AJ that this game was a lot like the game the other night against Arizona where you know I don't know what it looks like on TV but at the rink I was just like are these two teams even in the same league like this is not even close it it was so interesting to watch because it's like the abs get dinged for not playing like playoff style hockey and I'm sitting there in the rink watching them win every puck battle every time the puck comes into their own zone it's out I mean, it's it's collected and it's gone. It's such a team-oriented approach right now. There's almost nobody doing anything on their own. And to be honest with you, I think it's hurting them offensively a little bit because they are playing such a all five guys trying to make it happen that they're looking for the little backdoor tap in. They're looking for the tip in front. They're trying to. They're trying to incorporate the teammates as much as they possibly can into a lot of what they're doing offensively. And I think just a touch more selfishness on offense would would really help, especially from Andre Burakovsky, who looked like he was jumping tonight from from the very hop. He got out there and it was just like this guy's just in a this guy's in a different a different headspace right now. He's feeling confident. He's out there flying. He looks good with the puck. He still had like five shots on goal. And it could have been double that had he been just a touch more selfish. I I think that they could really use just a little bit more. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do something awesome. Is that the lesson Berkey needs to learn from what was nearly the worst play of the hockey game? Where he makes an awful blue line pass and only gets away with it because the puck bounces on yeah, him. I mean, that, up. Like, that play that play was that play was so close to disaster. Yeah. <laughs> But, but the, the second line was awesome. 
Oh, dude. Brandon I mean, every line was awesome. awesome. I wish I wish fans could be in the stands so that they could see all the little things that Brandon Saad does in a game that it's really easy to miss on television. You can really get a, an appreciation for how hard that guy works every single game. And it's just like all game long, the guy goes out there and it doesn't look like he's doing very much, but he's everywhere. He's all over the defensive zone, involved in absolutely everything. And it's like, this is the good Brandon Saad. This is the Brandon Saad that you pay money to. Like, this is the Brandon Saad that you go out of your way to find a way to pay in the offseason because he he brings what they do together so, so, so nicely. And he's not afraid to go to the front of the net and just grind not, out there as well. He's not afraid of anything. Like, if he has to yeah. hit somebody, he'll hit somebody. It's not, yeah. it's not really what he wants to do. But he's just – it's he's he's a very, like, lunch pail guy with enough skill to make it pay off. Yeah, he's going to be huge in the playoffs. Like that type playoffs. of stuff. Playoffs. <laughs> I tell you, it'll be, easier, it'll be easier to make the playoffs if these teams in the West stop playing these three-point games. Yeah, Vegas and St. Louis go to overtime tonight in a game that was over. Dude, watching watching them blow a 3-1 lead, and I'm like, where's all the freaking out about this? <laughs> Why isn't their fan base melting down about how that's not what a championship contender does? Tampa Bay gave up six goals to Detroit. Detroit. Tonight. <laughs> uh, there's some there's some losses out there to good teams, folks. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. And somebody asked about Kadri earlier, and I think Kadri has been a million times better like the last two weeks or so. Oh, the, he just can't the, buy a goal right now. The wild He's ride pretty- is smoothing out quite a bit, and it's it's just it's a lot more positive than negative, but. He looked a little frustrated out there tonight, AJ. Did you see that where he was like, it looked like he was like slamming his stick and. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Um, I think from a handful of guys, there was a lot. I uh, one thing I that I do get just because of where we're sitting, uh, we're not usually this close to the ice, but the Avs bench is really quiet. Hmm. Like just they're they just they're like LA's bench was almost like comically involved in in everything that they were doing like peterson would make a routine save and like three or four guys are banging sticks on the bench and it's like are you, what? is this I like wonder, a concerted effort to like pump his tires or like what's going on what, here what does the avs bench say though I, you had the tweet tonight are, are these, should the avs bench just start yelling score or yeah. like, what? <laughs> it's, well i mean it's just it's just it, it was an interesting contrast because that's something that when you've been in the when you're in the building without fans and you're as close as we are um you get a really different feel for how they communicate in game and kind of how they pump each other's tires and how they how they do all these, you know, how they how they have the 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 adjustments, how they react to big events. They were really, 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 really noticeable on the disallowed goal. Yeah. Oof. They were really like the whole bench stood up. They were there was a lot of shouting. One of the linesmen had to come over and be like, Shut chill. up. You guys need to chill out. Like dad said, stop. it was just it was just i thought it was just interesting um that they were nowhere near as chatty as la was and la was just like like la is getting caved in right and they're trying to talk themselves oh we're into this we're into this we're into this we're only one good bounce from tying this thing and they're like shift after shift they're going out there and just getting their ass kicked and 
all right. I, I respect it. All right. How many times yesterday did I said we're only one good pull away from this thing? You yeah, well. All right. I know that. I know that cuts too deep. We we'll keep keep going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I need a drink. About it. <laughs> um, but no, I just thought it was. And then after the game, the entire Kings bench like jumped onto the ice and like flooded Peterson with love. Dude, just and, and, and lost Peterson the game that he made like, 44 saves in. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm Cal Peterson, I'm like, oh, so you guys are capable of getting on the ice. Where have you been for the last two and a half hours? <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. Like some of the, and some of the saves that he made tonight are just blind luck. He throws his shoulder at a puck he can't even see. And he just he just throws his shoulder up and he's like and just clips the top of it. And you're like, there, there was one save. It was a deflected puck in front. I forget which one. There were a million, but it gets deflected in front. It hits him in his pad. He reacts to the deflection after it hits him, and he lifts that pad after he makes the save. And it's like your slow reaction time actually saved you on this goal. Like yeah. what? <laughs> it's it's crazy being that close um, and just getting to just getting to see how fast everything is at the is NHL he- level. Is. It always catches me off guard how fast they play. Yeah, the further you get away from it, it's like slower. You're like, oh, I could, I could play in there. And you're yeah, like, well, you're like, you're like, oh, oh this, wow. <laughs> this looks like this. This looks like college hockey. There's no difference when yeah. I'm far away or when I'm at a TV angle. And then you're right down in there, and you're like, oh, Greg Patterson just tried to chip a puck and tried to one time it to keep it in the offensive zone, and it hits a guy in the face, and then the puck goes the other way, and he misses a hip check at the blue line, and now there's a scoring chance against him. Wow, Greg Patterson's really not very good. <laughs> and it's just like, man, all of the little things that Greg Patterson does to blow up a shift really stand out when you're like right there and you're catching and you're just like ISO camming him and you're just like, dude, this guy's bad. So it was you. In the chat, yeah, that was that was, me. <laughs> that was actually me. That was not somebody pretending to be. That was actually my real YouTube account. I actually <laughs> was like worried. I was like, "Is this going to be really AJ?" I'm glad to know that it was. Oh my god, are you at a club right now? What, what is happening? Yo, best, yeah, best ad for the oh, DMPR bar. Yeah, right the now. Nuggets won by one. That's right. And the Buffs and Rams are playing right now, too. Buffs are playing yeah, right nobody now. Cares They're about up them. at halftime. And then the Rams <laughs> game, I believe, started. Oh, I did not. You so, have yes. to accept that the bar scene cares about college sports. 90, okay? 90% of the people who care about the Buffs game are in that room. And then the other he one person is in this chat. <laughs> no, there is a good amount of people what down there. Is. And there you go. Yep, see, found him. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's move into our final thoughts in this hockey game. The dam hasn't broken for the Avs. I think that is pretty clear, but they're now 3-1-1 one, and one on the homestand. <clears throat> or whatever, not the home, their last five games. Sure, whatever. That simple? What, is, what are they on the homestand? I've lost track because my brain... It, it might be 3-1-1. One, one. I forget when they came home. I forget which, which was their last home game. I, I'll look it up right here. Let's see. 1-0-1-1. One, 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 yeah, yeah, one, yeah. 3-1-1. 3-1-1. And on the homestand. So they have four yeah. home games and left. And 4-1-1 in their last... Since the 6-2 loss to San Jose. We, yep. we talked about how they would respond. 
They're four one and one, and they should have won both of the games they lost. Yeah, uh, certainly the loss to Arizona. You can't ask for anything more out of the Avs. And so it's. I tweeted out in sixteen. I don't know. I need to check it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I have a lot of energy right now. You're good. Score some goals. That's my final thoughts. Yeah, (laughs) my final thought was this team is a contender. Like everything about the hockey that they play is a contender, except for the puck not going in the net. Yeah, I think these games are good for them though, as well for the apps, right? Like being in close games makes you learn how to play this game the right way. If you blow everybody out and then you get into a close game, that's when things can go wrong. People don't understand what they need to do. Simplify the game at the end, right? They just, they panic and, you know, the goals are going to come. If if they weren't like getting so many scoring chances, it would be a concern, but it's like, it's just ridiculous that they just haven't broken through. So they just have to keep cracking at that damn. It can't be that damn thick. <laughs> yeah. So. Everybody feels like the quality is good enough. It's yep. just a matter of especially tonight. Happen. Especially yeah. tonight, the quality was more than good enough. Yeah, all four lines at, are buzzing. I haven't looked at natural Cedric once yet. You want you want the shot chart? I'll bring it back up. <laughs> Dude, I, bet it's, yeah. I bet it's so ridiculous because high danger chances. The abs were all over the place. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's they had not, to have had at least twelve. The best look at, though is the look goal. Look at the red. <laughs> the goal from the moon. Yeah. So the offense like skinned their knee in front of Calvin Peterson. Yep. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Meanwhile, LA loves the Ryan Smith play over here, but you know. <laughs> Shut up. That's what the shot attempts were. Yeah. Out of control. <laughs> out of control. Dude. 34 to 8. Is that what the high danger chances were? Am I, or is that yep. scoring, no, chances? scoring chances? Scoring chances. High, <laughs> high were 13 to 4. Dude, oh. they had 25 shot attempts yep. at evens to 65. Yep. <laughs> that's my dog. That's what my dog thinks about that. Yeah. Shut my, up. <laughs> only final thoughts are, you know. Yeah, score some goals. Hope it'd be nice if Byron came back, started to get some bodies back on that defense on Sunday. And um, um, possible. They have the and, day off tomorrow, but I think I think if it's not Sunday, Tuesday. Yeah. And then the only other thought is, you know, if Comfort is healthy, I'm not even sure I'd put him back in. I would. I know who you'd put him in for, and that's yep. really the only person I would consider swapping out for him right now. You know, good credit, though. Belmar had a good game. That penalty was, like, yeah, the but, stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the Tim Peeliest Tim Peel game we've ever seen. <laughs> Skating Dude, backwards. they didn't even know who to call the penalty on. They had to have a ref huddle and be like, so we called a penalty, right? We can't take that back? Pick a guy. And it was almost like they waited until the Avs, like, put out the PK and waited for the faceoff guy, and they were like, that guy! <laughs> Belly did it. What? Staring up at staring up at the screen. Let's see the replay here. Let's see if yeah, we can figure it out. Like, well, they weren't showing replays in the arena because they stopped doing oh, that this year. This oh, is yeah. after earlier in the game where Nathan McKinnon gets a total like lumberjack that, job dude, to his throat. Like that happened right in front of us, and I was I just started cackling because I was I thought for sure one of the two guys that it it was their job. To see that, could see that he just got pitchforked in the face. <laughs> and 
somehow that guy just kept bailing hay. <laughs> Got him right in the face with it, but he was just like, we, we're good. No problems here. McKinnon skated over to him after the play and was like, are you serious? Like, you could hear him yelling. <laughs> well, it was great, though. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, this – look, it's 2 nothing. Philip Grubauer has four shutouts this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure he didn't have to do anything in two of them. <laughs> but – How many games does he even have 30 saves in this year? It can't be many. Well, what is the last time? I mean, the Avs, let alone 30 shots on goal. One, they're not even giving up 20 anymore. Yeah, it's craziness. I said it before you got on here, AJ, but I said, you know, he's he's probably really bored right now, but he's going to be rich in five months, so he doesn't care. I mean, richer in five months. Rich. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe he can afford an umbrella in five months. Yeah. Both, he's going to buy more hats. Both of those shots <laughs> games, they had almost 30 shots on goal. Almost. Yeah, 27 and 28. And Keeps one of up. He's going to have some hardware, too. Yeah, he's got a long way to go to catch Vasilevsky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fleury's doing his job at uh, making him catchable. Yeah. Yeah, tonight was evidence of that. Uh, all right. Anyway, I guess we're we're winding down the show here, unless anyone has any any final, final, double final secret probation thoughts. No? All right, perfect. Buy the Man Rocket shirt. Support Gabe Landeskog, the absolute beast of a human being. The fun fact, that shirt will actually give you like point zero 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 one percent of his dad's strength. Mm-hmm. It, we infused it with dad power. <laughs> it's it's a factual statement. So jump on it. Go purchase that. Check out ddnvr.com. We'll have a bunch of post-game coverage for you coming. Evan's grades, AJ's piece, my video later tonight. We love all you, whether you be in the YouTube chat, whether you be on the normal podcast. Like and subscribe if you are here on YouTube. Again, does a ton for us. Thank you for watching, hopefully, both of our podcasts tonight. If you haven't watched the other one, go go learn about Hallmark Avalanche players because, <laughs> my goodness, Tyson Jost has had a roller coaster of a life in the Hallmark cinematic universe. <laughs> true. <laughs> With that note, we are out of here, and we will catch you guys Sunday if there is in fact a hockey game. And if oh, we have there power, will be. Yeah, uh, power. <laughs> I talked to I talked to somebody at the rink today who said there's absolutely no chance they do anything for that game. That game will get played. Right. So it's it's canceled. Yeah, three <laughs> yeah. feet of snow tomorrow yeah. confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, stay safe during the slow snowstorm. And we'll catch you then. Have a good rest of your night, y'all. Take it easy.